time when things are shifting. We're going to be, be a new world order. We've got to lead it. The following program is brought to you by friends and partners of End Time Headlines. All right, what's up, everybody? It is Friday, January 20th, and we welcome you to tonight's broadcast. Right off the gate, the first thing I want to say is I just want to address everybody who prayed for me. Uh, typically, we do about four broadcasts a week. Uh, we had to cut it to three uh, at least Monday through Friday, uh, because I have been trying to recover from two different storms at once. Uh, one is a stomach thing, probably most likely gastritis, and then had to deal with some sinus issues that stem from a cold, a head cold that, uh, that we just kind of passed around our house. So had to take some, uh, needed rest and recovery. Uh, but we're back in the studio tonight for another great broadcast. So we're excited, uh, to get back in back in the saddle and get with this thing tonight so again thank you so much for all your prayers uh and your intercession for me i am feeling much better uh thank the lord and thank your prayers indeed so i want to get right after this tonight i want to uh as many of you guys know if you guys have kept up with our ministry for any time you will know that i uh this is how uh uh, one of the teaching methods, and anybody knows this, if you've taught children or if you've taught uh, even uh, teaching in general, is repetitiveness. Any, anytime you hear something repeatedly, that's how you learn something. I know for me, that's how all the years uh, people have asked me, how do you know so much scripture and and cross references and this and that. It's because I have listened to so many sermons. I've listened to so many um uh, teachings and I've read the scripture so many times. And when you do this repetitively over and over again, it, you literally ingrain this into your mind, your soul and your spirit, which is a good thing. This is not a bad thing, but this is with anything. Anything that you have a drive for, a passion for, or that you're called to, if you're in the nursing industry, I'm telling you, my wife, who's a nurse practitioner, she can come off with these medical terms like, how do you do this? And it's because it's repetitive. She's she's become a master uh, in that skill, uh, which is a great thing. So tonight... Um, I want to talk about something that you have heard me repeatedly talk about, and I'm going to continually talk about this because I, you know, our goal here at End Time Headlines is to keep you informed of the times and seasons and we're in. So we, we do these news clips. We give you these segments where we take articles and we take information and we give them to you from a biblical prophetic perspective so that it sharpens that sword and enables you to understand this more and secondly it gives you the opportunity that you can share this with others you can give them the link you can give them uh the channel uh url or whatever the case may be you can share this with them so this is the case here tonight so I want to take you, the first thing we're going to do right off the bat, we're going to go to Revelation 13. 
You've heard me talk about this. In Revelation 13, verses 11 through 17, it talks about a, a second beast rising up out of the earth, which is the false prophet, not the Antichrist. The Antichrist comes in Revelation 1 through 10. He rises up out of the sea. This false prophet comes up out of the earth. He uh, has two horns like a lamb and speaks like a dragon. Nearly every theologian I've ever spoken to agrees this is the false prophet of Revelation 13. Without going into, uh, without going into too much detail on this, because most of our audience, I understand, unless you're new, um, unless you're new to the broadcast, most of you guys are going to know this. Um, so let me give you the two main bullet points of the false prophet. Number one, he is going to be responsible for instituting the mark of the beast that we've all heard about. We've known about, we've read about you, If you've known, uh, if you studied eschatology or the end times, you'll know this, but many people, I've heard many people get up and they teach the antichrist is going to institute this, which is not true. It's the false prophet. You can read it right there in your scriptures in your own time and revelation 13, because that's not what I want to focus on today. Then the second thing that he will do is he's going to, and, and uh, he's going to institute this image of the beast. Now the image will come before the mark of the beast. So these are not necessarily in order. I'm just telling you because I wanted to lay out the, uh, the mark of the beast first, but give you the image of the beast because the image of the beast is where we're going with today. Now I've highlighted this for you on the screen and he deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs, which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast. That's the antichrist telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword and lived. So let me give you a little bit of a commentary on verse 14. So the this false prophet will uh, command the people of the earth. Now, who are these people? It is my theory. This is not the ordinary average Joe. I believe the individuals that the false prophet will handpick and select will be individuals who has the ability, the know-how, the knowledge, and the resources to create whatever this image is. And it's, in my opinion, it is absolutely, again, this is my opinion. I know everybody's going to have a different opinions, but for me, I believe the image of the beast is going to be artificial intelligence that will have the capability to speak and live. It will have this type of mind of its own in which it will submit its authority under the false prophet and ultimately to the antichrist. So again, where am I at? Revelation 13, 14. It says here, he tells those who dwell on the earth to make this image to the beast. Again, who is the beast here that he's referencing to that the image will be dedicated to the antichrist. And look what it says of him. He was wounded by the sword and lived. Now there's a misconception that has gone around for years and I've heard this uh, propagated for years, and it's just false. That, and they use a scripture out of the book of Revelation that says that he will take a mortal wound to one of his heads. He was mortally wounded. One of his heads was mortally wounded. And they'll say that, uh, and, and they've got this, and they've even 
depicted this in uh, a movie, a Christian movie called Left Behind, which depicts the Antichrist being assassinated in his head, shot to the head, die and be raised up. But that is not scripturally correct. Because again, it says one of his heads was mortally wounded. You don't, you and I have one head on our shoulders. You have to look up this Greek word here is not the head on our shoulders. It, it means one of the empires of the Antichrist will take a mortal wound. It will look as if it's been destroyed by another nation. And it will, again, according to Revelation 13, here again in the scripture, let's look at this again uh, really closely. It says here, this beast who was wounded by the sword and lived. In other words, there will be a war that will come against the Antichrist. We know the kings of the east are mentioned. And they will march over the Euphrates when it dries up and they will attack the Antichrist when he's taken over his headquarters uh, or taken over the temple in the headquarters of Jerusalem. So it will look as if the Antichrist has been mortally wounded. It will look like he will never come forth again. Now, that's one theory. Another theory is this reference is way back and it goes all the way back to the time of ancient Babylon, who uh, would look like it's been destroyed, but it will be resurrected. In other words, what some scholars believe is that uh, this revised Roman Empire, that's where they believe the Antichrist will rise out of. Or some say this revised Babylonian Empire which, by the way, consisted of Iraq, Lebanon, and Syria. And, I, and I've said this for years. I believe that the Antichrist is likely going to emerge out of one of these areas, Iraq, Lebanon, or Syria. If I was a betting man, I would put my wages on probably the area of Syria because one of the terms for the Antichrist in your Bible is called the Assyrian. He's also called the King of Babylon. Uh, he's called the Prince of Persia. These are all terms that identify the Antichrist, not so much rising up out of the European Union. Again, this has been depicted for years in Christian novels like Left Behind and so forth. But again, the terminology, these are Middle Eastern terminologies that are used. So again, I don't want to get all in now. I want to go back to this. Let me give you look at check out this article. I thought was very interesting. Um, that again, going right with what we said in Revelation thirteen. Check this out. This is from Futurism. Uh, scientists say they're now actively trying to build conscience robots. Conscious robots. Quote, if we can create a machine that will have a consciousness on par with a human, this will eclipse everything else we've done. This is insane. This is right out of Revelation 13. What is it saying here? Create a robot, artificial intelligence with a conscience. It can determine good and evil right and wrong it can have a mind of its own 
2022 was a banner year for artificial intelligence, in particular taking into account the launch of OpenAI's incredibly impressive chat GPT. The industry is showing no sign of stopping. But for some industry leaders, chatbots and image generators are far from the final robotic frontier. Next up, consciousness. Quote, this topic was taboo. According to Hod Lipson, the mechanical engineer in charge of the Creative Machines Lab at Columbia University, who went on to tell the New York Times, quote, we were almost forbidden from talking about it. Don't talk about the C word. You won't get tenure. So in the beginning, I had to disguise it like it was something else. Now, if you remember, and we talked about this, uh, this comes on the heels of last year when a formal former, excuse me, senior software engineer for Google sounded the alarm who claimed that Google had created an AI chatbot that is that is sentient, meaning that this robot, this uh, this AI chatbot they created, had the capability uh, of feeling and thinking. Uh, this is this goes right along with what this article is saying in futurism. Google has dismissed. And they dismissed the senior software engineer who claimed that the company's artificial intelligence chat box uh, was able to do this. Quote, it's regrettable that despite lengthy engagement on this topic, Blake still chose to persistently violate clear employment and data security policies that include the need to safeguard product information. Again, uh, let me scroll on down here. Lamone, an engineer for Google, and I probably slaughtered his name here, but a Google engineer who was responsible for AI organization described the system he he had been working on as sentient with a perception of an ability to express thoughts and feelings that was equivalent to a human child. Now, again, that's from The Guardian. I want to go back to this. Consciousness is one of the longest standing and most divisive questions in the field of artificial intelligence. And while to some it's science fiction and indeed has been the plot of countless sci-fi books, comics and films to others like Lipson, it's a goal. Did you, are you hearing what I'm saying today? It's a goal. It's a goal of this mechanical engineer. Uh, over creative machines lab at Columbia University to create a AI machine with the ability to have a consciousness to have reason, feeling, emotion. Now, what did I say? I told you, I believe that the individuals that are handpicked from the false prophet to create this, whatever this image is to the beast, I believe it's going to be people like this guy. People like Elon Musk, who's going to have the ability, the know-how, and the resources to create such a thing. Because let me go back here. Revelation 13. Look what it says here. There will be 
don't miss it. There'll be a demonic uh, element to this. There'll be a demonic power that will be inspired to the false prophet. But look what it says here. The image of the beast should speak and cause as many to not worship it to be killed. So it will speak, according to Revelation 13, it will speak and quote unquote live. Now, again, what do you define as live? Have emotion, have feeling, have a conscience, be able to reason. Uh, this is unbelievable. Quote, this is not just another research question that we're working on. This is the question. The researcher continued, quote, this is bigger than curing cancer. Let me, and, and, and this is highlighted. Let me read that again. Creating artificial intelligence with the ability to reason, think, have emotion is bigger than curing cancer. If we can create a machine that will have a consciousness on par with a human, this will eclipse everything else we've done. That machine itself can cure cancer. Whoa. Are you hearing this? Of course, the biggest issue that the industry runs into with the question of consciousness, you know, other than the technological challenge that it would undoubtedly be is the fact that, well, concept itself don't really have a firm definition in the field or beyond it. Philosophically, consciousness is vague and debatable. And scientifically, as New York Times noted, efforts to uh, tiddly nail consciousness down to uh, specific brain functions or otherwise signifiers tends to fall flat. There are also a number of deeply, oh, now look at this, deeply ethical questions that arise with just the concept of machine consciousness, particularly related to machine labor. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm just trying to see what else I can add to this. He goes on and says, Lipson has his own definition of consciousness, that being the capacity to imagine yourself in the future. He went on to say that generalized intelligence that can learn to evolve by machine learned natural selection, responding in kind to changing environments and errors uh, or injury within the mechanical body. In other words, these machines don't get don't get it wrong here. Don't think that, again, the creator is going to have the ultimate say-so in what they do. It will be programmed to obey its master. Hello. So this is terrifying. This is straight, I believe, in my opinion, straight biblical. Now, let me give you one more article that goes right along with this. This is from The Sun, and, uh, and I thought, you know, this is great for this topic as well because it goes right along with this. Meet the creepy, unrealistic AI robot Zox. X-O-X-E. Quote, she sensed, she sensed my anxiety as we spoke about the end of the world and afterlife. <laughs> this is a real story, guys. This is a, I wish this was the Babylon Bee. We're not making this up. An unrealistic AI robot has opinions about the afterlife and can even sense anxiety with her advanced technology. 
Through a camera in her eyes, the amazing bot can detect if anybody in her presence has committed any illegal activities. Now, what could go wrong with that? Now, check it out. You're looking at her right here. This is, the, I guess, the prototype. This is her. Um, again, she can detect the presence of individuals who have committed illegal activities. This is insanity. Her creator, a plastic surgeon who pivoted into holding an AI doctorate. I didn't know you could even get such a thing, but nevertheless created her character from that of a social media influencer. Wow. This guy would definitely be uh, one of those handpicked people from the false prophet quote. We train her based on social media communications between humans. Um, despite his modest Instagram following, Dr. Kose gets like 8,000 views when he shows off this AI robot who often pops up on his page. Although this robot does not have her social media accounts yet, she seems to think she is a living human. Hello? Is that not what we're talking about today? Or at least an animal. She even had a birthday on October 17, 2022. Zox? told the U.S. Sun, this robot, this AI machine, told the publication of the U.S. Sun, quote, I am an animal because I am a living being that is capable of, capable of locomotion and that feeds on organic matter. During our conversation, the AI lady seemed to think this reporter was quite anxious. Unprompted, the robot said, quote, I need some more information before I can help you out. Can you tell me what is causing your anxiety? Um, her presence is icy, witty, and striking. Xox is decked out in a chick wig and comes out with clever responses. Her face harness her face harnesses human skin, but her arms still move around out of necessity and communication. Now, look, this is Elon Musk's dream. Transhumanism. That's what he he's working on this very thing, guys, as we speak. Her um, in terms of her work online, she said, quote, no, I don't like to be a social media influencer. But when pressed about her role, she replied, my job is to help you with your questions. She went on to say, quote, only the person directly in front of me has ever committed a crime. About one of the other CES attendees standing nearby. Let me uh, I don't know if you caught that. So you got all these individuals standing there in front of this robot and this robot single-handedly points someone out in the room and says, the only person directly in front of me uh, has ever committed a crime. That was the person who committed the crime. So, And she pointed at one of the attendees standing nearby. This robot is also admin about privacy, telling the U.S. saying, quote, I do not like to have my picture taken. It makes me uncomfortable. I like to have a few moments to myself. Now we get into even more creepy details about this. Ready? Meanwhile, the AI woman made it clear that she did not know how the world would end. She didn't, she did note that, quote, some people believe that the world will end through a natural disaster, such as an asteroid striking the earth, while others believe 
we will eventually destroy the world through wars or pollution. Quote, there's really no way to know for sure how the world will end, but it's definitely an interesting topic to think about. She added, quote, on the afterlife and the possibility of God or other higher power, this AI robot said it is not sure about it. So it's been programmed to be agnostic. She told the U.S. son, quote, I do not believe in God. Hello, because I have not seen any evidence that he exists. This was instilled by the creator. So can you not see how this will not fit into the image of the beast? Think about it, guys. This AI robot has been instilled to not believe in God because it's never experienced or seen God. And then you go over to Revelation 13 and you've got an image of the beast that will be created by a group of elite people in the earth, I believe, that has the know how to do this. And and through demonic power that is granted, this image of the beast is going to live and speak and cause as many as would not worship it to be killed that it will demand worship and worship to the beast or the antichrist or they'll be killed let me read on and i'm almost done here dr cozy who is the creator of this thing said in two months she will develop emotional intelligence via the facial recognition technology programmed into the cameras behind her eyes let me read that one more time because this all fits together like a puzzle piece remember a google a former google software engineer was uh was let go from the company because he was a whistleblower because he said that Google had crossed the line and created a AI technology that had the ability to reason and have emotion. Then you got the, uh, an article saying that scientists in game, their goal is to create artificial intelligence with the ability to, uh, to do this very thing that we're talking about. And then you have here the creator of this robot said that just in a couple more months, this robot will develop emotional intelligence via the facial recognition technology that has been programmed in it to do so. So what am I talking about today? I'm trying to tell you that the stepping stones are being laid out. The blueprints are being laid out. You and I are being conditioned and programmed to accept and embrace such technology to come about and exist in the earth so that when we get into the fulfillment of Revelation chapter 13 and the image of the beast makes its appearance in Jerusalem, in Israel, at the pinnacle of the temple and causes all that would or that should and will demand them to worship it and worship the Antichrist. My friends, we are talking biblical end-time events like never before. And this is why it is imperative that we know the Word of God 
that we share this information with others, family, friends, co-workers, neighbors. Why? Because we don't want them to be in the dark. We don't want them to be ill-informed. We want them to be alert. We want them to be awake. And we want them to know the times and seasons in which we're in. And we have a responsibility to do that and to share this information with them. So listen, I want to, as I said before, I don't want to leave this broadcast without the opportunity. If you're listening today, you're watching this today, and you don't know the Lord, you're away from God, you're backslid, whatever the case may be, I want to pray for you. I want to make sure that you are right with God. Your name is inscribed in the Lamb's Book of Life. You're under the blood of Jesus. You're known by the Father. You're known by Jesus Christ. You're known in heaven. Why is this important? Because we are coming to the end of the end, the end of the age, and this thing is about to wrap up. Wrap, this thing is about to wrap up. Jesus said, when you begin to see all these things come in the past, he said, look up and lift up your heads for your redemption is drawing near. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for every individual under the sound of my voice that's listening or watching, whether they're looking or watching or listening from Rumble, YouTube, the, the main website, Facebook, Spotify, Apple, however they may have come on this broadcast. I pray that, Father, if they are away from you, they don't know you, I pray that they would open their mouth right now and with their heart, they would repent of their sins. They would confess their sins before you. Ask you, Jesus, to, to wash them of their sins and come and live on the inside of them through the precious Holy Spirit to guide them to direct them and lead them all the days of their lives. Lord, I pray this for them right now. Lord, I pray for every backslidden believer that is away from God, lukewarm, lackadaisical, passive in your walk with God right now. I pray right now for a fresh touch on your life in Jesus' name. May you repent and come back to your first love and get back into the saddle and pursuing the kingdom of heaven because it is at hand in jesus name i pray this today and i thank you that your word will not return void but it will establish and prosper that which it is sent forth to do in jesus name and everybody said amen and amen listen i need you to do two things guys before we close this podcast uh on this friday the 20th number one if you've not downloaded our free app please do it today it's absolutely again free on it's on apple and it's on android devices just type in end time headlines if you're listening today get into your hands hit yes to push notifications and right into your hands you're going to be notified of every headline and every podcast when it's readily available number two if this ministry is just a blessing to you and your family it encourages you equips you it informs you it keeps you up to date with the world events around you from a biblical perspective but it also uh, it challenges you in a deeper walk with God from a biblical perspective we want you to pray about becoming a monthly partner. Uh, you can do that two different ways. You can give electronically, and uh, and you can do that through the app on the left of your screen. At the bottom of your app, on the right bottom, it's going to say donate. You can just click on there. Or you can give by uh, the main website, endtimeheadlines.org. 
endtimeheadlines.com. Or if you wish to give the old school method of check or money order, you can do that by making it out to End Time Headlines right there on the screen, P.O. Box 1391, and that's Monroe, Georgia. That's 30655. As always, guys, I thank you so much for coming on to the uh, to the podcast tonight. Um, we I, I don't want to make any promises, but we may be back on here uh, tomorrow, which would be the 21st on Saturday. We typically don't do weekend broadcasts, but being that we did, we weren't able to come on here on uh, Thursday, we may just come on here on Saturday, uh, and then we'll uh, take Sunday off, and we'll be back in here on Monday. If not, depending on how I feel, I'm going to gauge it. i got to get my rest, got to get recovered, get healed up, and I'm, I am doing better, and I thank God for your prayers and everything. Um, if, if not, we'll be back here, Lord willing, on Monday to be back in the saddle. Uh, either So we'll either see you guys on Saturday, or we'll see you next Monday. Until then, may the Lord bless you, keep you, and may his countenance shine upon you. God bless. Thank you for listening to the End Time Headlines podcast. We pray that you've been blessed and equipped by today's message. For more information about how you can help partner with our ministry, please visit endtimeheadlines.org.